Planning is bringing the future into the present so that you can do something about it now. I read this quote, Jay, I think in this book I'm reading the other day called The One Thing. And it was a game changer for me. Mm -hmm. Simply because I've been accused by one or two or ten people. A few. A few. Of never living in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so when I read this, planning is bringing the future into the present so that you can do something about it now. Yeah. Number one, help to validate the fact that I like to plan stuff. Right. I like to make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, we secure certain things mm-hmm. in, in order to enjoy them later. Right. That's going to be our quote. That's going to be our theme, not only for this episode, but I think that's what I'm running with kind of for this year. Okay. Like, because I used to have insecurities about my planning. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we had re- recently talked about it. And we were talking about structure. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, what's unstructured in your life. Mm-hmm. And we had a long conversation about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you got some... Uh... <laughs> some clarity. Yeah. Listen, the, it, the, 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 the rule is anything that you feeling kind of insecure about in your mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. there's a quote to support. <laughs> Absolutely. Validate that thing. To validate... Who you are and what you're thinking. But seriously, this is the the quote that is going to lay the foundation for this episode. Uh, today, we're talking about planting seeds mm-hmm. and the harvest that comes from those seeds you plant. Right. So welcome to 2020, y'all. It is the first episode in 2020, the new decade, the new year. And uh, me and Jay are back and ready with the vengeance. Now, this is the first episode with us together. Mm-hmm. But I recorded an episode. If you guys, most of you guys caught it. I think I got some great feedback from the first episode I did here in 2020 uh, entitled All the Things I've Accomplished in 2020. And I recorded that episode on January 1st, 2020, because I was knocking it out of the park uh, with my my productivity that day. And so I went in and I gave quite a bit of detail on how I'm able to be so productive as I, I had a, a rude awakening on what my superpower was Mm -hmm. and so um all the things i've accomplished in 2020 if you haven't already go back and listen to that episode welcome to the podcast y'all i'm lisa a smith founder of the black kelts academy and the host of this wonderful podcast joined as always by my super dope co-host miss gifted with jay thanks for joining us (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) i think that's the right thing to say are you welcome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Glad you could make time for us today, Jack. Nah, come on now. <laughs> always, always. Um, you got a, you got a quote or uh, something that un- popped out to you that's really resonating with you? Yeah, and it's it's nothing. It's just like you said, <laughs> something validating and justifying absolutely, your behavior. Absolutely, self care is knowing your emotional triggers. And not surrounding yourself with energy that deliberately provokes them. One more time. Self-care is knowing your emotional triggers and not surrounding yourself with energy that deliberately provokes them. And I like that word, deliberately. I like that. Oh, deliberately is juicy. Ain't it though? That's why I was like, I like that. That's Because we know certain people. And, And here's the thing. Certain people that have certain... 
uh, leverage in our lives. Like mm-hmm. I know when I go over my grandma's house, you're gonna be talking about my weight. Mm-hmm. I, so you gonna start feeling oh, you gonna, insecure. You gonna trigger me like that? What? You, that wasn't an example. That was my life. What? Just, Lisa, come on now. You I know I, my grandma used to call me fat. I, I forgot. No, you didn't. That was a, really, <laughs> I swear that's the only example you had. Yes. Now I'm deliberately triggered. I, <laughs> I swear. Jay, how long was, did I go not talking about my t- talking to my grandma because she called me fat? Years, but it was more than just that. <laughs> that was enough. I wasn't even... And you know what I was thinking about, honestly? <laughs> which may be more of a slap in the face to you. I was thinking about the comedian. Remember we was laughing about that when he said the next time his grandma asked about his weight, he gonna say, you wouldn't have sex with me? Is that is that what it is? Because that's the only reason you should be concerned about my weight. Other than that, <laughs> mind your business. Unless you're trying to hit this, grandma. <laughs> You are so inappropriate. That was so. Oh my god, that was so inappropriate. That's what the comedian said. <laughs> that don't make you quotable on the podcast. Oh, sorry. That was so inappropriate. <laughs> you want to sleep with me, girl? Ew. That's what the comedian said. No. Okay, That's... you ain't gotta keep saying who said it. Like you had to say. Well, it. you made me, you made me feel like I was. Like mocking your childhood, so I had to pull myself out of that. Like, no, I was actually talking about the comedian right. who talks about incest. Right. <laughs> it gets and more vulgar than what right. your grandma if did. That helps. <laughs> For anyone out there that thinks I was saying anything inappropriate, no, 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 some no. incest. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> you totally took my quote and ruined it. Back to, back to my quote. Let me no, give it. knowing your emotional triggers and, and intentionally not surrounding yourself around energy that's going to deliberately provoke them. I yeah, got it, baby. Like if your grandma called you fat. I got it. Or if, you know, you go around, or even if you go around your family, let's say for the holiday and mm-hmm. you're single and they just talking about when you having a baby or mm-hmm. when you getting married. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, you know, it, it's all deliberate. They, It's not an accident that they keep acting. They are, they, they're, like, setting themselves up before they even get there. Yeah. Thinking about what they want to ask you. So, yeah. But sometimes you have to go around that energy. So, where does the self-governing come in at? Uh, most times you don't. <laughs> Got it. Most times you really don't. Got it. That's that's the part. That's the piece I miss. Oh yeah. I'm like I gotta be over here do this with them. I yeah, gotta nah, participate. Nah. Here it is. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't. No, you don't. Okay. No matter. But okay. Well, what if it's something like it's somebody at your job or your boss? Like you know, sometimes it's. You know what? And I realize at your job, it's more you than them. Like mm. my my coworker just won't. You haven't found the way to create space between. How do y'all always end up in this this situation together? Mm-hmm. Are y'all sitting at the same desk? Mm-hmm. So if your coworker sits, let's say in the next row mm-hmm. or across the room or something like that, I think there's ways to navigate around bumping into them so many times and getting aggravated. So, because some people like to be aggravated. That's I think fact. we can avoid certain people more than we actually do. But sometimes we want to be irritated and have a story to tell when we get home. That's right. Yeah, that's facts. That that is facts. I think um, although uh, sometimes we like to complain about certain things, um, like you know the pettiness or cattiness of you know some coworkers or some family members or some friends, um, the drama, blah blah blah. If things were to just mellow out and all that was to go away, 
Yeah, yeah, what, would you, what would you go home and complain to your husband about? What, what would you go mm-hmm. home and sit down and eat something that you don't have any business eating because you deserve it because of your, how hard your day was? <laughs> I'm on one today. Oh, Somebody just got I triggered. Done, I done woke up. <laughs> <laughs> she up, y'all. She up. It's 2020 and she up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Wait. Oh, shoot. I signed, I signed the listeners a word of the year last week. Um, you got a word? A word? Yeah. Just a single word that, you know, kind of represents what you're aiming for in the next couple months. Like Abundance. 12 of them. <gasps> that was my word. <laughs> oh, my God. friend. <laughs> that was my word. Really? My word was abundant. What was sharing a word? Oh, wow. You must have been eating extremely clean. I have, too. Because you know the, our frequency. Our frequency oh, that's yeah, scary. And I've been hitting the gym heavy. So, I think... Oh, pre- man. You know, raises your vibration. Uh, we, you know what? I just realized almost it's kind of sad that we haven't done that in a while. Dang, yeah. Yeah, we've been trash. Dang. <laughs> we back. <laughs> we back. Listen. You got to wait what? Yes. Hit it. Okay. So, a mutual friend of ours is in the hospital right now with pancreatitis, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so... Pancreatitis is your pancreas being inflamed, I believe. And I know mm-hmm. that um, it's no, it's not necessarily a cure, but the no. remedy to um, help, mm-hmm. you know, get it back under control is a, like a, a liquid diet, broth, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. fasting, mm-hmm. just trying to, you know, get it from, stop it from being in pain and inflamed. So her birthday was mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people went up there, and so they brought her cake. Mm. And my sister was like, no, she can't have that. You know, she she's trying to heal. She's trying to get better. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, the doctor said it's okay. It's my birthday. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you heard me. The doctor said, it's okay. I can have a cake because it's my birthday. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was so mad for one at the the the, the undying loyalty to what your doctor said. Yeah, that was yes, agreed. Number two, your doctor not having enough sense to know that that's in direct conflict of you healing of your recovery. Absolutely. Three, that there was a room full of people and nobody had the good sense. To say, I don't think this is a good idea, except one person who, who, which wasn't family. I was like, it's your birthday. Wow. But you know what? <clears throat> um, so at, at the first Saturday class, I spoke exactly to this. And so I'm going to tell you really quickly what I said. So first of all, we just had our first Get Planet class, an introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle for 2020 um, on Saturday, January 4th in downtown Detroit. And I just want to take a quick moment to tell every single one of you, and it was over a hundred of you guys that came out to learn about plant-based nutrition. Thank you. You showed up the Black Health Academy and you came to get this health. And I was filled with so much joy, guys. I'm not even joking. Like I had a brief moment. Those of you guys who were there, y'all saw me have a brief moment where I just looked around at y'all and was like, y'all, we doing this. We doing this. Like, I've been teaching this class for a year and a half, and we doing it. Like, y'all are coming 
and then y'all coming back. Like it wasn't, you know, cause Jay remember, um, you know, me, you and I were talking about this, um, that, you know, new year. So gym's going to be crowded. People are taking an initiative, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I, and I quickly, uh, think it was yesterday. I was out to dinner with some friends yesterday and I quickly wiped that out of my head. Like I'm not about to snatch my work. Like it ain't mm-hmm. that, that class went over a hundred people just cause it was Jane. No, you know what I'm saying? No. I'm like, no, I've been teaching this class for a year and a half. People telling people, people showing up, because they're like, I've gotten value out of this nutrition class from the Black Health Academy. And I bring, like, I had so many people who, like, I brought my mom today. Mm-hmm. I bought my such and such today. Somebody came in from Ohio and mm-hmm. was like, I brought something from Ohio today. Like, I'm like, no, at least you deserve the credit for this. Right. This ain't just because it's January and everybody want to get healthy yeah. and they ain't going to be here next month. Right. No. So, first of all, I decided to take that credit and pat myself on the back because I'm sick of making up excuses on why. As to why something was something great. Something else was great, great and I ain't had nothing to do with it. Yeah. No, no. We've been putting this work in. So thank you all that came out. Um, And also, but one of the things I said, because one of the topics was about emotional eating. And I said, one of the foundations of emotional eating is the way we were raised. Mm-hmm. And we were raised to use food as reward or punishment. And we are raised to use, think about food behaviorally as opposed to biologically. So I said specifically, one of the reasons we say, oh, it's my birthday or my baby birthday. So I got to go get cupcakes, cake and pizza um, or, you know, it's my birthday or I'm on vacation. So I should be able to drink what I want. I shouldn't have to exercise, whatever. Um, or it's a graduation or it's a wedding or it's a baby shower or you just name it. Any, whatever the occasion is, if it's somebody's death, we need, we need to have soul food. Um, but that's because when we were young, we, that's how we told our kids, like you do good on the exam, you do good in school, you do good here, then you will get a treat. If you, you be on your, we will stop at McDonald's. If you know, if you don't do well then you're not going to get any ice cream. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you, okay, you mm-hmm. want to keep running around the house? No popsicles, right? Mm-hmm. So we punish with food and we reward with food. Mm-hmm. So all that happens is those kids turn into adolescents, those adolescents turn into the adults, and we continue to exhibit the same behavior. We treat food, use food based on one's behavior versus what our body needs to thrive. So one of the suggestions that I gave the class on Saturday was, um, first of all, I want you guys to stop doing that. I want mm-hmm. you guys to try your best to stop using food as a way to treat your kids or to punish your yeah, kids. Yeah, it's like a bargaining tool either way. Yeah, and because we then do it for ourselves yeah. as we get older. And so they keep relearning that. And I said, I want you to start thinking of food as, dang, what do I need to thrive? Like, okay, fiber. I know I need vitamins and minerals. It's not about what has my behavior been. And the subject came up because one of my clients, I was on a coaching call with her and she was like, I was doing, I had a pretty good week. I did real good for three days. And so I decided I deserved some chocolate. And so she rewarded three good days with chocolate. And I was like, oh, okay. And that's when I started teaching her a lesson about it's not your fault. It's just culturally. That's what Mm -hmm. we've always done. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to your point, you know, the doctor was like, well, it's your birthday so you can have cake. Right. And it's like we we literally have every all these people in our lives, including ourselves, who perpetuate that nonsense. Like your birthday equals junk food. Mm -hmm. And I can't believe even if it's a detriment to your health in your current condition as you lay in a hospital bed. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. You know, but on the flip side of that, she wasn't necessarily willing to say anything against it because people love to hear good news about their bad habits. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I ain't supposed to be eating this, Mm -hmm. but look, it is my birthday 
and doctor said. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we love to hear good news about our bad habits. Um, and we love to use food behaviorally as opposed to biologically. So that's the first lesson of 2020. Cut it out. Like start rewarding your kids like you do now. Like you reward them with activities. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll go skating. Mm-hmm. We'll go see a movie. Mm-hmm. We'll be active. We'll go to the to the museum or the library. And if you don't, we won't. Maybe right. we can start using something. Uh, experiences as reward or punishment. Right. You know what I mean? Exposure right. as reward or punishment as opposed to food. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can't stand this. Podcast over. I hope y'all got some nuggets from that. <laughs> say less. We we taking say less in the 2020. Oh, way. for sure. We ain't done with it. No, nah, okay. not at all. I was worried about I, I'm really kind of just getting started, to be Low honest. Key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Man, I was I was cracking up the other day, Jay, thinking about how uh, the black culture, how we all collectively be on the same slang at mm-hmm. the same time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, no matter what's going on, everybody was on, yeah, yes. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Everybody was on morning at the same time. Or repeating the word, oh, he, he dumb, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry, hungry. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite is when we was at Poetry last Saturday or Saturday before last, and somebody, whoever the poet was on stage was killing it. Somebody was in the back like, Period. And somebody else was like, period, poo. <laughs> that was a treat. That was such a treat. Because it was dead silence. And she was just like, period, poo. <laughs> period, poo is my favorite. And I don't know why. It's so ghetto. I was cracking up. And this? the fact that it was funny to us. And I'm sure everybody else in the room. Because it was just a whole bunch of melanin. And we all we all we understood what that meant. We get it. Yes. We get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. She was like, period, poo. I can't even remember what the poem was about. Me either. Me either. Oh, God. Classic. Being quite honest. Classic. Bro. Yeah, quite honest. Classic. So, I just love, man, we so dope. We so dope. Y'all need to stop appropriating black culture others. Um, let us have something. I'm going to take our stuff back. They had to throw that jab in there. Wow. <laughs> had to throw that jab in there. <laughs> All right. What's yours? Anyway, uh, real quick. So my way what uh, actually comes from the nutrition class. Um, and so, girl, first of all, you know, with over 100 people, we had some questions. We had some laughs. We had some anecdotes. We had some stories. We had some tears. You know what I mean? I had to embrace a sister in the audience. Like, man, we had a good time. But about an hour into the lecture, Jay, I done did my thing. Now I've been laying it down for about the first hour. We all we all on the same page. We rocking and rolling. And I and I realized I don't even know if our first Saturday nutrition classes is low key a comedy show or really a nutrition class. <laughs> You've been putting yourself on the back for your comedy like so strong. I'm be honest with you. I'm funny. I'm gonna go claim that this year. All right, ain't nothing wrong I'm with funny. knowing. Your lane, <laughs> your your lane is funny in plant in plants. <laughs> I'm funny, so listen. But I realized this is what I was telling uh, Jeanette the yesterday or today. I was like, you know, it's a lot. That's one of the things people keep up, you know, come up afterwards and say, like, oh my god, I love the way you pair this with this. But then it's so funny, it's so entertaining. And I realized, I basically I use the comedy to wash the medicine down mm-hmm. because usually when it's something funny, it's been followed by. Uh, extreme directive. Yeah. You know me. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, for example, one woman wa- raised her hand. We were talking about water. 
and she said, listen, my son won't drink water. So I used the little, put the little flavor packets in his water. She said, that's cool. I said, absolutely not. Never buy that again. I said, I didn't know how quickly and I said it and how short I was when I said it until the whole audience started laughing. And I was like, what are you guys laughing at? And I'm like, oh my God. So I looked over at her trying to make sure she didn't feel embarrassed or her feelings were hurt. Cause I'm like, I didn't even mean this time. I didn't even mean it. Right. Cause I was drinking some water. I had to get on to the next question. I'm like, no, nah, that's nonsense. Don't ever do that again. Next question. Right. And so I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> And she was like, no, it's cool. And luckily I recognized her. I know she had been to classes before. And I was like, okay, well, what, what, what can I, I was like, I'll entertain you for two seconds. What kind of flavor packet? High C. What, what would have been a good flavor to you though? It wouldn't have Nothing, been. I just wanted to, I wanted to be, I right. wanted to laugh. So <laughs> she said high C. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. At the same time, you don't have to be kidding me. They don't know. Right. Right. We don't know this, especially because it says she said it's no sugar. It must say on the packet, no sugar or something, which means they use a sugar alcohol that they don't have to list as sugar. So she's like, well, it's no calorie, no sugar. And I'm like, first of all, it's all those things. But most importantly, it's colorants, Mm -hmm. you know, and I started breaking that part down. And um, but I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Never again. Mm -hmm. You know, for sure, because. Um, and I explained to her why and she was like, okay, you know, she had, she had brought her mom. This wasn't her first class. She had brought her mom and, uh, they lined up at the end, gave me hugs and stuff. So we was all good, but I'm just like, the comedy helps to wash the medicine down because I will never, I will never pacify you guys. Right. I would never get, give you, say something to make you feel better. Like, well, maybe you can have a little bit yeah. or maybe that will never be me. Like yeah. find another nutritionist to go talk to. Cause that will never be me. So, because the thing about it is, is we, if you tell somebody the bar is set at zero, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. And so if you set the bar at zero, they're at least uh, more likely to eat less than they would have if you had to give them a little more. Yeah, warm. yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So anyway, here's the way what, though. Oh. What? Nothing. Uh, the year just started. We got time? No, I didn't say anything. I just said, oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I can't stand it. Uh, so I'm doing my thing. I killed it for the first hour. This one woman raised her hand. She said, I, I hear you about the meat. I hear you. Right. I hear you loud and clear. Note it. Note it loud and clear. I haven't missed that part. Okay. However, I just bought some steaks. Mm-hmm. Right. And first of all, straight off of that audience cackling, I said, y'all, would y'all be nice? I had to, girl, the audience don't be no better than me, by the way. They don't be no better than me, especially the people who've been there before. They like, oh, you about to get in trouble. Right. Can't wait to watch. Girl. So they like, um, so they start laughing. I'm like, y'all let her finish. Let her fit. Y'all know I'm coming for her, but let her finish, right? So she's like, I just bought some steaks. She's like, I got the T-bone. And I think it was, I can't remember what other kind of stuff. I'm going to just say porterhouse, but I can't remember. It was T-bone and something else. And um, she's like, I got them on sale. And she like, I got them. Y'all know those be expensive. So everybody back with her like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so she like, I got them on sale for, I think it was like, Two seventy nine a pound. They like she like ain't that a good price, y'all? Yeah, that is a good price. <laughs> like just a regular old call and response with the audience. I said, well, you want the mic then, right? So she's doing a regular little call and response with the audience. So they like everybody back with her. Like that is a good price, right? For, we can't lie for I mean. the, for that cut of meat, right? But here's the way what, Jack. Then she says, 
So I bought 21 of them. <laughs> the audience went crazy. What happened at your last show? Somebody bought all the cookies, even though they were... What? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was a deal. It was a deal. Girl, everybody like, whoa, we was with you. But 21, that's excessive, right? Up until, right. So we all fall out. I was like, y'all stop it. Because I'm no better. Like, if y'all get crazy, I'm going to get crazy. Now we're going to make the lady feel better. Because this was her first class. I said, ma'am, absolutely not. So she said, so what? Basically, what I'm supposed to do with these 21 steaks I just bought, basically, was the question. Not can I eat what I'm supposed to do with them then? Tell me because I done, you know, cashed out. So I proceeded to tell her to flip them and just don't sell them to our people. Period, Pooh. <laughs> Period, <laughs> Pooh. all I had for because if you think I'm about to say we're going to eat those 20 yeah, that's a lot that of artery clogging 21 right right steaks out I don't know how close you are to your first or next episode yeah flare up heart attack stroke myocardial infarction your arteries are I don't know I don't know what your health history is the hormones that's already in your body now you're about to add 21 steaks are, worth more are you in menopause and that's just about to increase your hot flashes times 10 Ma'am. Is, is your knees and back already hurting? That inflammation just about to take it to the next level? Who knows? Who knows? But what you can do is make a come up. That's all I'm saying. I told them, don't worry, y'all. Next class going to be strictly about entrepreneurship. I said, if you don't know what I mean by flip them, <laughs> I teach you. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. So that, everybody was like, ooh, you about to get in trouble. As soon as they heard that 21, you know how, like, it's like a kid. Talking back to their mama and the, and the older sibling like, looking like they hear oh. snatch. Like, oh, what are they about to say now? I can't believe she just said that. Oh, ma, what you about to hit her with? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, we it, it was hilarious. Yeah. Sis said she bought 21 steaks. So I would love to get an update from her. I hope she come back in February. I hope she come back. If if you're listening or somebody who was with her is listening, please tell her I said I better see her. First Saturday in February with an update on those their stakes. And she better come in with some cash because she done flipped them. Uh, <laughs> and I want my cut, basically. Right. That's, she ain't got to come back, but send my cut. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying in 2020. Yeah, Jay. That was, that was my way. I said, y'all a whole mess this year. So, y'all, they, they trying me, but we ready. We ready for them. Mm -hmm. We ready for them. Um, so, real quick, the topic. Because we, we have a phenomenal topic uh, today talking about planting the seeds sowing the seeds and the harvest. But before I do that, I was out to dinner yesterday. I thought this was an interesting topic because it reminded me of something you and I say to each other all the time. So I'm out to dinner and um, one of the uh, women I'm out, I was out to dinner with, she's on my email list. So mm -hmm. she gets my email. So I recently wrote an email like a week or two ago called the three decisions that changed my life. Mm -hmm. And in this email, I talked about three things I have, I've done in my life that has completely changed the course of my life. And so she brought the email up yesterday at dinner. She's like, yeah, man, I was reading your email about, you know, the things that changed your life. And she was like, you know, and you, you know, traveling and you living in different countries and stuff like that. She was like, so I got a question for you. I'm like, what's up? She's like, 
So what was your breaking point? Like, what pushed you to just be like, do mm-hmm. it, just do it? And you know how when you and I are bouncing stuff back and forth off each other, we'd be like, oh, you asking the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would tell me all the time, like, you got to ask somebody else because I would have did exactly what you would have did, right? Yeah. So my response to her was, when she said, what was my breaking point? What made me finally be like, forget it, I'm going to do it. I was like, I don't have breaking points. Mm-hmm. You assuming that it had this to be big something. decision that I made to quit my secure job with the state of Michigan and cash in my retirement account and move overseas, there was a huge catalyst that mm-hmm. has a big story behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my response to her was, you asking the wrong person. Because she wanted me to motivate her to yeah. take action in her own yeah. life. You asking you know the wrong person. You asking the wrong person. You probably need somebody who had this big thing happen and they did that, but that, that wasn't me. I mean, that wasn't my story. Yeah. And, and But it's interesting that that's how she interpreted my story because that... In her world, that's a big move. Therefore, in my world, there must have have been a big eye-opener or catalyst or breaking point, like Mm -hmm. she said. And I was like, oh, no, I don't have breaking points in my life. I just do. Like Mm -hmm. I I was like, I don't have to... uh, Be knocked on my behind, knocked over the head, shocked, you know, hit rock bottom, won a bunch of money, even on the upside. I don't need none of it. And so the note I wrote down, and I want you to speak to it too, is um, enough can be enough before it's enough. Where your mic? You got to drop, drop the, drop I the mic. It. I ain't bringing it with me. <laughs> I ain't got it. <laughs> Woo! That was powerful. Was it? Yes. Mm, say that again one more time. Enough can be enough before it's enough. Mm, mm, mm. And I you ain't always got to be up to here with something before you take action. And we used to say that so many, when we first was getting, when we used to train on um, the riverfront and people were like, what y'all training for? Life. Yeah, whatever. It just, we want to make sure that the cup is full in case, just in case. But if not, yeah. just for fun. Listen. Just to hike up a mountain. That's it. Just, 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 or we just genuinely enjoy this. Yeah. Why does that have to be yeah. a definitive reason? To be running yeah, or lifting. Because this is what you're supposed to be doing or what you like to be doing. Absolutely. I said, I made another note. I said, you don't have to be fed up to change. As a matter of fact, I would suggest you're not. Because that would mean you suffered much, much longer than you should have. Your next class will have 200 people. <laughs> I hate you. Don't gas me. Don't gas <laughs> Your me. Your next, sis. Don't gas me. <laughs> Listen. Don't gas me, Jay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you remember at your last class <laughs> when I was joking about being a shuttle driver? <laughs> I'm be running down the blocks. I'm be the shuttle driver, picking people up, dropping them to the door. It's happening. You hear me? <laughs> it's happening. Well, all them nuggets, listen. Yeah, that's what it really, and that's what I explained to her at dinner last night, too. And she's like, oh. Like, that was what she was like, wow, I didn't even think about making a big change or taking a huge risk in my life and then they're not having been a breaking point mm. that's good you know what i'm saying because it really got me to reflect on like wow i don't i don't have breaking points like and then on top i have of- i have you know why i don't have breaking points you know why you don't have breaking points why because we got low tolerance <laughs> <laughs> that just hit me i didn't want that to be the answer I wanted something that sounded really Mm-mm. different than that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
we we you're right though. Yeah, we'll like, walk into a new job or a situation or some we think we about to be a part of and instantly ain't feeling it and we don't like we don't have to suffer through it for weeks or months or days or whatever. Yeah. We just like, "Oh, no." Yeah, cuz I remember that birthday party. I mean, this is like a petty um example, but I remember that birthday party we both went to like last year uh-huh. and it was a bunch of smoke and just 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 not our vibe. Right, yeah. And we both was that old school basement birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. And so um when you um this year happened again, they were having another party and you text me like, uh, you going? I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, You wanna go? You and you was like, Hex no. <laughs> Shoot me never. first. Listen. Shoot me first. You don't got nothing that no no walls to paint or something better. <laughs> I mean, no rice to count. Give me anything. <laughs> I will happily watch paint dry and water boil before I return to that hood basement birthday party. That's it. Grass grow like one, what is it, one thing at a time? Yeah, yeah. And I will ha- happily monitor it for you. Yeah, and I, I know I'm going to see if it be better this year. No. Yeah, we we don't need breaking point. Yeah. I, I don't have to show up at a family event 10 years in a row for before I'm finally like, I'm done. They called me on my name. It's officially too toxic. Yeah. No, it's been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's a um, revelation I had about myself uh, recently. Revelation. I don't have breaking points. Yeah. Just like, remember when you said that a couple episodes ago, like, I don't manage stress because I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm repelling stress. Yeah, I'm repelling stress. Most people, because they jump straight to how do you manage stress, assuming that you have it. Yeah. Now, don't get me. Everybody has stressful things that happen. Yeah. But that's the difference between acute and chronic. Yeah, I no have doubt. stressful moments. But no chronic stress. That's it. That's it, Jay. Yeah. That's it. No, no chronic stress at all. Yes, I, I would be lying if I said I never had stressful moments, but that's acute stress. That's a reaction to something yep. that I probably didn't see coming or something I need to figure out real quick. But it's over almost as fast as it started. Yeah. But I'm not waking up the next day with that same stress, taking it to work, bringing it back that's home, it. transferring it to other people. Like I said, um, I love what that lady, um, Tamala, what's her name on, on Facebook, said, um, she's a vegan. She's vegan and mm-hmm. she promotes it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she said, you know, I want everybody to have a good day. But if, in the event that you can't, don't go ruining somebody else's. <laughs> that's, that's rule number one. That's rule number one. So it's We encourage like, you, you know to what? have the best day you can. It's, but it's all about self-awareness, that's too. It. That's you it. You can manage stress. That's it. And then by not putting that energy on somebody else's and then they giving it right back to you that's another way of managing stress that's it that's the one um so not yeah i wanted to bring that up because i thought that was an interesting question that she just assumed that about me (laughs) yeah 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 um okay let's get to the topic so uh tell them jay because you what made us even so we were we were having tea last week and you know us we had said something that we both thought was real deep and um (laughs) <laughs> I don't remember. We dang, we proceeded to say, you know, basically people are oh, I remember. We were talking about the season we're in in our life based on the age we are, where people are starting to die. Yes, yes. it's come back to me. My classmate, yes, um from middle school, maybe even elementary, I think it was middle school, recently passed away. I, I haven't seen her probably since then. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her. Um but we were Facebook friends and um someone, you know, put R.I.P. into her name. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So I went to her page and I was just, I was digging and digging and digging, trying to find, like, 
why did this woman die? Why did this 42-year-old, possibly 41-year-old, yeah. pass away? That's young. And, um, and so I finally ran across a video of her husband saying on Christmas Day, um, she went into cardiac arrest. Mm. She was on life support and um, she, she passed away. And I was like, wow. I'm at the age where my classmates are starting to die from various things with their health. Mm. Um, of course, other things, you know, but when it's health related, you know, we can't foresee, you know, a, a car accident or, mm -hmm. or a house fire or something like that. But mm -hmm. people my age, my classmates, yep. the people I went to high school, they are starting to pass away from their health. Yep. And it just, I've been thinking about it so much. And that's what we were talking about. It, we're getting to the age where we're now starting to read what we've sown. Yep. That's so true. Um, and, and it's unfortunate because I didn't think we were at that age. Yeah. Well, and you're I five years younger than me. So. Yeah, but I don't think you were. Like, for example, uh, Jeanette is at that age. Like, well, I promise you, probably in the last month, every time I go over Jeanette, she'd be like, so-and-so died this weekend. So-and-so died this weekend. You know, she's in her 60s. Right. Yeah, and that's so I don't feel like we're necessarily at the. We're definitely at the age where people start having severe health episodes. Yeah. Like, man, so and so just had a heart attack. So and so just got diagnosed with cancer. So and so just got this. I think we're at that age. But for them to be dying, I don't think we're really at that age quite. I think we're at that age simply because Jeanette is what twenty five years older than me. So what they were exposed to is different from what we were exposed to. True. And I think we were probably exposed to less. I think more because of the, the, the processed foods, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the um, sed being sedentary all the time. Yeah, but, I, the, but processed foods was introduced more in her generation. And I think now we're at the generation where we know it's not good for you. But it's already too late for a lot of people. We're probably learning now when we're in, what, 30s? But so we learned it like because like my sister generation knows already, at her age, she they have a better chance. But yeah. I think the people in my in my generation, uh -huh. they may know better now, but it's too late. They already addicted and already got their kids addicted. Yeah, they may be learning because now the internet, and social media is saying more things, and you can follow people on Instagram that's right. talking about health. But right. it's a little too. It's like too little, too late. Then it's all like cigarettes. I'm already addicted. <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm already going to. You know, get these lean cuisines and getting these. I, I don't even know. And and like, don't take this the wrong way, y'all. It's not too late to do something about your health. Like, I don't want you to think like, okay, well, shoot, I'm forty, I'm fifty, I'm sixty. No, I don't mean it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. I either. just mean for the people who learn the information and they don't have the willpower or they don't have the determination or the commitment to break that habit and break that cycle. So what I'm saying yeah. is they're already addicted and it's too late because most people are not going to do the work to change their behavior. Yeah. Not change their health. Yeah, they can change <clears throat> their health if they were to change their behavior, but far too common people know what they know and going to I mean going to do what they're going to do. So, yeah, and but basically our point was everybody's at a point where they're seeing the harvest of the seeds they planted. Right. Intentionally or unintentionally. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so that brought us to the topic of, so in that one of my favorite, have you heard this quote? I think they said it on an ET podcast. 
uh, we're all self-made, only the millionaires admit it. Mm -mm. Yeah, right. So that's essentially what we're saying. Like whatever's happening to you now, health-wise, is more than likely your own doing. Whatever's happening right. to you now financially, whatever's happening to you tonight relationally, whatever, and your relationship's falling apart. Like we're all self-made. You know, only the people who are successful admit it. Mm. But we've all laid the foundation Facts. for our current situation, right? And so when you think about um, the seeds that you planted, it, it almost hurts to have to hear that this could have been avoided because this was my doing. Like if it's, it feels amazing to, a, to be able to place blame on something like environment or genetics. Yes. Right. That's so attractive. Yeah. Because you don't have to own it. And right. you can almost you can almost say this was my fate. Right. But it was not. Uh, no, it wasn't. And you actually got a heads up. You know, if your mm. brother, your sister has diabetes, had a stroke. Now, you know, you have the information that to go even harder than the average person. Mm -hmm. This didn't just sneak up on you. You didn't like you didn't know. I mean, I could see if it was your great great grandmother or something like that. Exactly. Somebody will have just a sibling and 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 do the same exact thing. They sibling their sibling did. That got them in this situation. Yeah. Blame it on genetics. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So. You know, when it comes to reaping what you sow, as people say, or mm -hmm. harvest season, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's just, and we were also talking about just in the social setting as well. You know, people yes. for some reason, I, I can't, uh, you know, everybody, everybody going to cut everybody off of 2020. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? This, everybody who <laughs> used me, I do everything for everybody. Come on now. How is that? Like that lady who uh, spoke on that panel you was on. So you think you're the last good person that they made? You think Man, you're that's the still funny. It's still funny. That's forever funny. So you're funny. the last good person. Let me get this right. Everybody, nobody can be trusted. Except you. Everybody going to betray you. <laughs> Man, if that ain't the ain't largest. Nobody's, everybody's up to no good except you. Except that's you. That's what you're saying. If that ain't the biggest <laughs> pile of projection I ever seen. Man. Like you the one can't be trusted, sis. And not to mention, you're choosing these people. Yeah. That's what you're choosing these people. No doubt. So when you get to a situation where you're in need and nobody's there for you, you really have to take some accountability. That's right. And see how you got yourself in that situation. I agree. You know, like I know people who, whose lights are cut off, whose uh, power is cut off. I mean, what do you call it? Gas is cut off. Mm -hmm. They can't even get $100 from nobody to help them. Why? You probably borrowed that before and didn't pay it back. You, you know what? So I that's so funny. So Kenlock said yesterday, he said, you can't eat, live, wear, and party everything you earn. Say it again for the people in the back. You can't eat everything you earn. You can't wear everything you earn. You can't party everything you earn. Not at all. From a financial standpoint, you have to plan. Yeah, res yeah responsible. Responsible. You know, and I know a lot of people like that as well, you know, Focus on their wants and then let their needs fall where they may. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what my mother used to always say, you know, your, your um, wants are secondary to your needs. But a lot of times we tend to put our wants first because that's, that's, what's, that's what we're seeing. You know, people are asking us to come mm -hmm. out and, and go this and do that and come here. And and then you see that person wearing this. But nobody is flexing their bank accounts. Nobody is showing that 
low balance or mm-hmm. high balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that same person asking you to party with them may have 10 times more money than you. So mm-hmm. you have to be responsible for your own financial health. Absolutely. What was so good about this topic? I got two more things I want to say about it because Ken Lock said some dope stuff yesterday. So I was all in my feelings because um, I guess frequency on 10 this week. And uh, so in church yesterday, he talked about this exact topic. And I'm like, man, that's what me and Jay about to record the podcast about. This is crazy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Ken Lock was talking about reaping what you sow yesterday. And he said two things. One, he said, um, oh, when people are not accustomed to something, they tend to mismanage it or misuse it. Mm-hmm. Right. So usually we know we know when that comes to like money. Mm-hmm. You're not used to having money. When you first get it, you're more likely to mismanage it or misuse it. Okay. Um, when people are accustomed to something, they may tend to mismanage it or misuse it when they're not accustomed to something. That also can be related to, because I wrote some examples down as I was thinking about it, that can be related to freedom. It's just like a kid going away to school for the first time mm-hmm. or, you know, somebody been in a long-term relationship and now they single and just get, when you're not used to, when you're not accustomed to something, i.e. freedom or money, you tend to mismanage it or misuse it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going somewhere with it though. Authority. Somebody get a promotion at work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They want to tell everybody what to do. They not, they not, they done got authority. They done got a little mm-hmm. power. You know, they got, mm-hmm. a, they done got promoted to fries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so... They're not used to it, so they mismanage it and misuse it, right? They, you know, little, little power stroking. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But then I also wrote down weight loss or clean bill of health. Just like my client, somebody, they on a weight loss journey. They mess around and lose five to 10 pounds. They ain't used to, they ain't used to, they ain't used to that weight loss. They ain't used to. Mm-hmm. So they mess around and mismanagement, mismanage it and misuse it. Thinking they got room for error. That's it. I can, I deserve this burger, this pizza. I done hit my goals. I done lost some weight. I deserve a reward or I deserve to lay off the workouts. But I don't have to go as hard as I did. I'm not used to, I'm not used to weight loss. I'm not used to being successful in this rate. So I mismanage it or misuse it. I done went to the doctor and I thought I was reckless, but I went to the doctor and the doctor said, no, you ain't got high blood pressure. You ain't got high cholesterol. You ain't got to take medications for nothing. You can maybe stand a little couple pounds, but you pretty much you got did. a clean bill of health. You ain't think you had a clean bill of health. You ain't used to that. Mm-hmm. So you mismanage it mm-hmm. and you misuse it. Mm-hmm. Same thing we do with money. Same thing we do with authority. Same thing we do with freedom. Same thing we do with love. We finally find somebody mm. to treat you right. Well, nobody think you was going to say that. <laughs> Finally find somebody to treat you right. And what you do, walk all over. Mismanage it and misuse it. Because you used to be used to being taken advantage of. You ain't used to somebody saying, okay. Yeah. Or wanting to work with you. you a hard time. Or communicating. So you mismanage it and you misuse it. They soft. They, they lame. Mm. Mm. That's deep. <laughs> right. <laughs> you sick. But real talk. That you is. know what I mean? So it's the same thing like with my client. She had a, three good days. She thought she deserved some chocolate. She ain't used to having three good days without mm-hmm. sugar. So she mismanaged and misused that. You know, so I want the, the, I'm like, listen, you cannot take these wins as permission. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The uptick in your income, the, the promotion at work, uh, you, you know, leaving, you know, an abusive or a toxic environment or situation. 
Like, don't take that as permission to get crazy because that next action you take after you get that new money or that new position is a new seed that you're planting. Right. You feel me? Yeah. I'm just trying to bring it home. So, you know, you're in, so you're planting that new seed. And Kenlock says this. He said, sometimes when you sow it, it doesn't even come back in your lifetime. Which got me to thinking. I'm like, yo, we're currently right now reaping and benefiting, eating off of the harvest that our ancestors planted for us. Yeah, we absolutely are. You feel me? Yeah. And we're currently planting seeds for a generation. So every seed that you plant, you may not be around. The harvest might be for your kids, for your grandkids, or for another generation. Mm -hmm. We say the names of our ancestors all the time, referring to the work they've done and the movements they made, and we're reaping the benefits of that. Yeah, and now, um, lately, I see people, when someone passed away, say, you're an ancestor now. And I just think about, like, I wonder, did they leave anything that, that better? Mm. The people that are here, did they leave and did they leave a legacy mm. of any kind for anyone? You know, because you are. There's yep. no more work you can do unless it is, unless you left something that someone can pull from. Yeah. Yeah. And intentionally, can we put some intention on it? Because let's, let's be clear. L- legacy. Um. It's an attractive word, but legacy don't necessarily mean positive. Mm, that, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Legacy just means something you left behind. It didn't have to be. <laughs> that's too deep for the first episode of 2020. Let's <laughs> no, just reserve that. Sis, Should I table that one? No, no. Because I was, nah, go I thought I was about to go somewhere with it. I don't know if it was A too much. A legacy of abuse. Boy. Yeah, the way you eat, you leave, you're still leaving a legacy. You ain't taught anybody how to eat. You ain't talk to babies how to move. You ain't talk to them about emotional intelligence. You ain't talk to them about financial intelligence. You ain't talk to them, you know, about um, personal development, emotional, you know, EQ. You still leaving a legacy. I don't know. Maybe I need to look it up. Maybe it only refer to positive stuff. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dictionary need to get the new <laughs> <laughs> description of legacy. Call him Webster tomorrow. Like, um, I got a request. I'm about to look up legacy right now. Legacy. And that amount of money or property left to someone in the wheel. Man, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, simpletons. <laughs> that girl said, period, poo. <laughs> Anything handed, handed down from the past as from an ancestor or predecessor. That's it. Say it again, Jay. Anything handed down from the past as a, I mean, sorry, anything handed down from the past as from an ancestor or predecessor. Period. So we talk about leaving a legacy, but just like I said, we all self-made, only the millionaires admit it. So we all, you know, can leave a legacy in our own right, Mm -hmm. you know? And so let's just make sure we're intentionally crafting that to be what we would ideally want it to look like. Um, Because I don't think anybody does doesn't want to leave the world in a better place in which they found it um if you were to ask them it's just like ask somebody do you want good health i mean yeah the answer is yeah of course you know what i mean like that's but the actions you take the seeds you plant and being and not thinking you're just planting seeds so that you can get it back oh they say if i pay my tithes then i'm more i'll attract more money like Mm -hmm. it can't be that 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It can't be that self-centered, you know? Yeah. Um, so just making sure, because I, I think he said one last thing before we wrap it up. He said, oh, this was the one. He said, you can't just sow anywhere either. I said, whoa, you can't put them seeds anywhere? Can't lie, go on. He said, you can't just sow anywhere because all ground ain't good ground. I need more. <laughs> I'm not about to act like that was enough. <laughs> nope. I ain't even going to front like that's all I need. No, I need, I need you to expand on that. He said, you can't, you all ground ain't good ground. You must find good ground to plant your seeds so you can produce an abundant harvest. And that's exactly what you were telling, um, you know, one of the people for, I don't want to say the name, but someone who you work with, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can do business with them, but they're not good people. That's it. That's the one. Don't plant your seeds there. Don't Don't plant the seeds there. That was a great example. Yeah. Don't plant your seeds there. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. The offer is attractive. Yeah. It sounds like a lucrative partnership. Right. Yeah, but, th- but their character has clearly showed us no. from past behavior. So why would we plant a seed in a new relationship? Exactly. That was a great example. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> you needed more, you gave us more. <laughs> well, not doing sense. Yeah, so that was the quote. That was the quote. Planning is bringing... The future into the present, so that you can do something about it now. Um, and that that that's the one I want I want y'all to take with y'all. I hope that was I hope that made a lot of sense for you. Uh, real quick, I think we got some announcements. Listen, I got one seat left in Farm to Table. Farm to Table Live, twenty twenty, right here in Metro Detroit is kicking off on Monday, January twentieth. Farm to Table is my six week plant based nutrition intensive. First of all, Jay. You taking a course this semester. Mm-hmm. Guess who's going to be in class with you? Who? Kiwi and Peas. Shut up. <laughs> I couldn't wait to tell you. I couldn't wait to tell you. They just told me last night. I said, shut up. I said, what? shut up. So it's going to be me, Tiff, Kiwi, and Peas? I told I told. I said, y'all not sitting together. I said, first of all, y'all ain't sitting together. <laughs> I laid some rules out right away. Fee's talking about what? I'm going to be so studious. But as soon as I told her you was going to be in the class with her, she was like, oh, Jay going to be in the class, man. We gonna I said, no, y'all not going to have so much fun. That's your problem. <laughs> no. Hey, no. I'm excited. No, you're not. Get, to, get that twinkle out your eye. All right. I mean, they're cool. They're cool or whatever. They're cool. It ain't no big deal. I was either. like, oh, this is about to be my fun. I'm going to be so studious as well. No. Listen to you. I cannot. You gonna lie on the podcast? While people I'm gonna be. I'm the. I can't take the attention away from the people who. And you bet not. That's what I'm saying. I, I was like, why is this happening to me? I was gonna be good. Let the good times roll. I think so. You couldn't even. <laughs> you know how you all. And we talked about that before. How there's people. That keep the same energy. Same energy. We always say you better keep that same energy. There's people who really do. No like doubt. You, you come around them and their energy is consistent. I love that in a yeah. person. I If there's sure. a quality that I admire and I, that attracts me the most, it's consistent energy. Yes. And I don't care if you cool, lay back, hey, what up, though? You don't do much talking. If that's how you are every time, that's cool. Right. It ain't got to be high energy. Are. Right. It, but just knowing when I come around you what I'm getting from you yeah you know what I mean I love that well people who just you know sometimes they real in a good mood sometimes they in a bad mood and then they being negative and, and this this and that and sometimes they oh I can't that's too much too much yeah so so I say that to say 
baby. Let's no. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm so nervous about this semester. I said, Lord. No, I'm going to be studious. I'm going to be studious. My Tuesday night, kids. Man, I ain't ready. So, Livonia sold out. Our Livonia class on Tuesday nights is completely sold out. I got one seat left in Detroit at the Kitchen by Q, Woodward in the Boulevard, right here in Detroit, Michigan. Six-week plant-based intensive. If you've been trying, one of my past students called me today. She said, Liz, you got any seats left? I said, one in Detroit, one in Livonia. She said, please hold that Livonia seat for me. So I promised it to her. She'll make her payment on Friday. So that was the last seat in Livonia. And um, another one left in Detroit. If you are trying to get your life together, I promise you. Listen, if you listen to any of my lectures, if you've been to any of my lectures, if you've ever worked with me, then you know I play zero games. And my client that called me today and asked me to hold the seat for her, she gave me the biggest compliment. She said, I'm putting I'm putting a summer camp for kids together, this health camp and all this. She was like, I got these people that I'm working with. She was like, but out of everybody, you're the only one who I know for sure does what you teach. And that that really meant the world to me because I can't say how y'all know because all I do is the podcast and teach and I'm very public about my life. But it felt really good for her to be 100% confident that I practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. And so if you guys are looking to be under the wing of a coach who does exactly what they preach, like they can give you an example um, because they live it, then I'm your girl. So make sure you go to LisaAngelSmith.com. Uh, or enroll in the Black Health Academy, the BlackHealthAcademy.com, which, by the way, just in December, I completely made the Black Health Academy 100% free. So I don't want to hear another ounce or iota about you didn't know um, anything regard to plant-based nutrition, emotional health, willpower, discipline, um, physical fitness. I don't know where to get workouts. I don't know where to get this information. I teach I host a whole bunch of master classes right inside the Black Health Academy. So go to the blackhealthacademy.com, enroll 100% for free. Now, everybody is on the same tier. We do not have membership tiers anymore. We don't have a gold. We don't have a platinum. We just have black. You use only one membership tier, and that's black, baby. Uh, melanin all day. Always bet on black. So go to the blackhealthacademy.com, enroll for free. From there, you can check out the Farm to Table live course. You can check out Farm to Table Digital. I got... um couple clients that are starting Farm the Table Digital this week. So digital means I'm not in Metro Detroit and I still want to take Farm the Table. I got you, okay? I've been teaching digital longer before I've been teaching live. So digital is ready to go. That's 12 weeks one-on-one. You can enroll in that anytime. Uh, live is only class that has set start and end dates. So, But there's one seat left in live in Detroit for the winter semester in spring. I think I'm only going to teach one class, probably not two again. I don't know. I'm going to see how J&M act in this, in this class, how stressed out I am at the end of it. And we'll make a decision. So listen, guys, I hope you are ready to come get this health. It's going down. I got to get geared up. Uh, what we doing tomorrow, Jay? Where we going tomorrow? It's not tomorrow. Oh. Where we... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> where, we... where we going tomorrow? Jamaica. Hey. Yeah, man. Hey. Taking flight. I cannot wait. So we're headed to the, is that an island? Look at me, no geography having answers. Answers. <laughs> answers. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say yes. Let's just say yes. And then if if not, challenge us on it. Oh, no. You know, I, I realized too recently that I have literally no shame about what I don't know. That seems like I should know because I know so much in the area that I know. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're getting good at? 
What's that, baby? Admitting stuff that you would have never admitted. You can real good. <laughs> You've been knocking that out the park lately. Thank you. Like you know what? I'm pr I'm pretty good at te right. I'm pretty good at speaking. I'm, matter of fact, I'm damn good at speaking. Yeah, owning it. Yeah, this all oh, this building being full and overflow. That's all me, baby. Right. Listen. Right. <laughs> January come every year, but me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that, are we taking that to twenty twenty? No, we're not, honey. Oh, yeah, we love it. We love I tried it. it. No, it's okay. Shout out to the um <laughs> listener who says she listens to the end of the podcast each time. Yay! Yeah, yeah that was Maya. That, that hey, was Maya. Maya. Yeah. Hey, Maya. Hope you made it to the end of this one because they've been acting up. Let me see. Why you put everything on me? Oh, who else should it be on, Jay? You be the one. When I do my solo episodes, I'll be on my best behavior. As soon as I get on with you, it's oh, a man, cut I was listening to your solo episode. I'm like, she really watch next next episode. Cause it really it, it appears as if it is me. <laughs> <laughs> I sound all studios on the phone. Right. I'm like, who, okay, this this what she wanna do. Put on her glasses. <laughs> oh, you know I have my glasses. And blazer. On. You you know I have my glasses and blazer on. I was searching for some pearls, but I couldn't find none. I was oh, like, yeah, I was I was super buttoned up for that episode. Unbelievable. Now, the so we over here talking about period pool. Like, <laughs> no, that ain't. Oh, I can't wait till next episode. <laughs> Don't even look like you want to joke or laugh with me because I ain't doing it. You're going to be dead serious? Dead. Shout out to Maya who said, I must say, I really enjoy listening to y'all's podcast and I always listen to the end. I feel like I'm in there with y'all. I listen to them multiple times. Hey, Maya, my girl, graduate of Farm to Table Live, by the way, yogi in Metro Detroit, by the way, future plant-based nutritionist, by the way, sis energy is fire, by the way. Yeah. I tell people about her all the time. It's so funny. Um, she's the one who's like, I want my family to be healthy, right? Yeah. So all I want is everybody to be healthy. I was like, man, I'm telling you, it's not just me. It's not just me. Mm -hmm. Like, I want my family, I feel you 100%. Percent. Yes. I just want man. There's nothing like getting healthy, but you, your family ain't getting it yet, man. You just got to keep trying to keep trying. And I remember Never when ET up. said, you know, you can hit um a tree a thousand times, but if you keep striking it, it will fall. So man, don't give up on that. I'm still working on mine, Maya. So that's the we one. in this thing together. That's the one. Never give up on people you love. I told you about my dad making cornbread on Christmas Day. <laughs> You was big mad about that. I man. was big mad. Yeah. I mean, all he did was put a boatload of bacon grease and, and sugar. Why are you looking at me? Because you're going to trigger me right now. Okay. Can we can we wrap this up? <sighs> We're about to be in Jamaica tomorrow. Jamaica, the islands, man. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I came back quick. Now, look at my hips. The islands, man. Oh, I see you. Dang, the cut up about to be so ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So we'll be back next episode recapping Jamaica for you guys, how that went. We look forward to hearing all about your 2020. Drop a like, a share, a comment, share the podcast with somebody. Let them know to come get their health here for us, by us. Until next time, take be well. care.